T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Very excited to talk to my next guest. We got coming up this weekend, Gennady Golovkin is taking on Camille Zarameta at the Hollywood Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. His trainer, Gennady Golovkin's trainer, Jonathan Banks, is kind enough to join us. This is like a cruel joke, Jonathan, because I got to tell you, I've been wanting you know these big-time fights down here in South Florida forever. You guys are down <laughs> here. Nobody can go. It's not fair, man. It's not, it, it's, it's not fair. Uh, a part of it, you get what you always wanted, and the other half, you can't be there to enjoy it. Exactly. So. Exactly. How are how are you enjoying? Like, do you guys are you in the you're in like a bubble right now? What is uh what is the setup there? We are in the bubble, and it sucks. But um, our philosophy is um a little a little sacrifice now, so we can get to basically get to where we want to get to. So. Everybody got to make sacrifices, not just the fighters, but the whole team got to make sacrifices staying in the bubble because everybody want to be safe as possible during this pandemic. So, um, and that's the key piece is staying safe as possible. What, uh, what kind of, are you allowed to be with triple G in the, in the lead up to this? Like, where do you guys do any warming up? I know yeah, not much train has do, done we, fight week, we, but how's we that do done? Our, we do our daily routine, our workouts. Um, we sit and talk. We got rooms right next to each other, so we don't we don't bother anyone, you know. So we still quarantine, but we've been to quarantine together for so long that in the bubble we still stand together. You know, we both we got we continue to get weekly or daily tests, and we both negative, so we allow we still stay around each other, but no one can come, no one can come around us until they're being tested. And that's that's how everything goes right now. Uh, I know it's holiday time, but are like you plan to do like after the fight is over? Are you gonna vacation in South Florida at all? Are you gonna enjoy um, our state at all? Or are you gonna get the hell out of here and go home? I'm gonna get the hell out of go. Home. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, no disrespect to South Florida. I love Florida. I have no issues with Florida. I've been to Florida plenty of times, but I spent. I spent a little over a month here and, you know, I'm good. You know, um, I, I don't have a problem. Unlike people in, in, in LA and South Florida, I don't have an issue with the snow. So it's snowing right now in Detroit and I'm going to enjoy some of it. And, you know, you got uh, so you guys did, do you, did you guys do a little training camp down here when you say you've been here for a month in the, in the lead up to this, where did you, if you did, where did you guys get ready down here? Um, we was over at the, um, heavyweight factory. 
Oh, okay. So you're like uh, the the. I don't know if they're still across. Are you guys still across? Is that still across they're from the still casino? Across the street from the um, right hotel. up in the garage where uh, where Klitschko used right. to do his, so we, his business. Right. That's that's where um when I told when he was told we was going to South Florida, I said I got the best gym. I called my people, and um, they said, "Listen, come on down." So it, it was perfect. It was a it was is a great environment, good gym, and we had no issues. It was good. So um. Your your guy Fred sent me a couple of notes uh, in, in the in the lead up to this. So you guys you guys paired up last year. Uh, so uh, you're now got a, a little bit of time under your belt. But you uh, you got to know each other with this time off with a little bit of the shutdown. You felt like that was beneficial between you and, and Gennady, uh You know, Man. in your working relationship. We spent yeah we was we was allowed we got a chance to spend more time together. I think in any. Um, any type of fellowship, the more you get to know each other, the better you can work together. And that's the, that's just the situation. You know what I'm saying? Um, the more time you spend, you, you are able to spend together, the, the better you can familiarize yourself with one another. And I think that comes that that's like makes a great working relationship. How is uh how 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 do you think he is going into this kind of portion of his career? Because feel like everybody's looking at triple g and they think oh he's on the back end and stuff like that and it's such a cruel thing because a lot of people feel like he got screwed out of two decisions in the biggest fights of his career and so you know mm-hmm. when you when you look at it like that and you're you know everybody just goes to see the record and because of what judges say people think oh he's washed but do you feel like there is still another surge here that he can he can still keep going at the best that he's been well i this one thing i will say is um I wouldn't I wouldn't be with him if I didn't think he still had something in him that he could fight. I I, w- I wouldn't be here. I don't like I don't like I don't like the coattail riding. I don't want to ride in nobody's wave. If you got a good wave going because you got a name, I'm not about to jump on and ride it if you can't fight. If you if your fight career is done, then I don't like why why are we here? You know what I'm saying, but G have a lot of fight left in him, and um, he's he's just, he's just one of those rare guys that can go as long as he likes to go. Everybody's making out this weekend because he and Canelo are fighting on the same weekend. It's almost like their opponents are secondary, but that rivalry has become so heated. Exactly. Um, exactly. Where is his mindset at? You know, was with taking on a guy like Zarameta who, who can come forward and be dangerous uh, at, at him, but everybody wants to focus on this next task, and they've been waiting for the trilogy to keep continuing because they have been fantastic fights, and and obviously has been become more personal between them uh, as the years have gone on. So, where's his mindset at with this uh, with this Friday night fight? I believe G's mindset is right where you said it is at the Friday night fight. He's not looking at what's going on Saturday. He's not looking at what's going on any other day, but he's looking at Zarameta because Zarameta is a um, come forward type of guy. You know, he's not the strongest puncher, no. But he's a volume puncher, you know, and he just he's coming to beat up G. <laughs> More so than not, he's coming to beat him up. Yeah. You know, so... um I think that's what this kid is is coming to do, and um, it's going to be a hard task. It's not going to be an easy task. It's going to be a hard task, but I do believe G will prevail, and um, that's that's the goal. He's, we're not looking 
Anything outside of Zero Meta doesn't matter to G until after Zero Meta is finished. Uh, I wanted to get your, your thoughts on this. Your guy, Vladimir Klitschko, he was just voted to the Boxing Hall of Fame this week in a star-studded class. Uh, do you have a, a fondest memory of working with him and, and I guess what kind of made him so so special in his long title reign? Well, um, fondest memory and what made him special. Fondest memory is just, obviously, just being around him. I have so many thousands of mem- good memories with him. But what made him so special is he managed to um, don't get me wrong. Vladimir Klitschko had something. He was already a gold medalist. So he had something in him that was special. But what his first half of his career, I think it was something special. But to see the long reign in him was spectacular. And that's what he managed to have brought out of him. I love he managed to have brought a lot of his ability out of him that allowed him to to reign as long as he did. Uh, one of my friends down here, uh, Jesse Robinson, always tells me those uh, he, uh, those those Kronk stories from Detroit. Uh, I love. Uh, yeah, even, I know Jesse. Yeah. Um, well, he's he, you know he always talks about the the special you know the specialness of Detroit and fighting and all that type of stuff. Uh, what do you think makes it so special? I love hearing you know some of the star-studded uh, cities, Philadelphia, you know California, Detroit. What makes Detroit? I think. Uh, such a great fight culture. What 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 is uh, the special thing about it? Uh, a lot of it is just the grit of the um, of the individuals. But the main thing was um, you had a lot of special teachers out there. Um, you had Bill Miller, you had Mr. Floyd Logan, you had Lee Crenshaw, you had Walter Smith, you had Luther Burgess, and all these guys. Bill Miller is the one who who. Who fought James Tony? He seen James Tony working at two dollar crowd wash. You know, he brought James Tony to the crime gym. All these guys was developed. They and they was coaches at this at this crime gym, and um, it was a special situation because um, and he, the Grady Manu Stewart, the late Grady Manu Stewart, took it a step further, and it, it was all about the teachings. Like a lot of you can go through a lot of gyms and a lot of different backgrounds of people and you won't you won't find a lot of a lot of people or coaches like you might that could develop actual develop from amateur to pros to world champions over and over and over and over again like this gym housed more world champ made more world champions than any gym in the history of the sport you got to understand that and and a lot of people was a was a part of the training but the actual development the way Maestro was able to develop so many, so many guys into so many different talents, and to be world champions is just unreal. And a lot of Detroit is a fight town, so you got you got fighting already in their spirit. Man. So to guide them and to teach them is it, just the next step to it. So I think it was an awesome situation, though. Uh, Jonathan, what was the uh, the experience like being uh, training on the Tyson card, Badu Jack, uh, working with him on that? And then what did you think of the whole event itself? Oh, um, number one, um, I've been, I met Tyson years ago, Roy years ago, both great individuals. Um, Badu Jack is my guy, obviously. 
Um, the event itself, the Legends League, I think it was great. But I think it's actually wrong to me for fans to question why Mike Tyson and Roy Jones doing Roy Jones is fighting in the Legends League and you allow a YouTube star and a basketball player to fight and what they call a professional boxing ring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No no other sport this could happen in. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, and for the commission to approve the fight, a guy who'd never fought before, <laughs> against, like, to me, it was crazy. And and even the ref, to me, the ref did a horrible job. Because that fight should have been stopped before Nate Robinson got knocked out. Because he was already hurt. He didn't give him a regular eight count. You know what I'm saying? He was already hurt. You could see he was hurt. You know, and I feel I felt bad for Nate because whoever coached him didn't even teach him how to jab properly. I'm like, dude, seriously? This 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 is what they're allowing to happen in the sport. And then and then everybody else turned around and said they want to keep the sport safe. How? I'm with you because I remember in the lead up to the fight, all of the talk was we want Tyson and Roy to be safe and that they didn't want them to go for the knockout or do anything crazy. And then you're watching this night and you're like, oh, they let a guy who's never fought before get into serious danger. It makes no sense at all. They let a guy with no background in boxing turn pro and put him on TV right away. Like, come on. Like, listen, whatever these guys want to do, that's fine. But in no other sport, it's possible. If you and I get together, say, you know what? Let's go to the NBA. Let's talk to Adam Silver. We about to go. <laughs> we about to go join one of these NBA teams. We can't do that. We can't do it for baseball. We can't do it for hockey. Can't do it for soccer. It's no walk on. You can't just walk on and say, "This is what I want to do, so I'm gonna do it." But in the, in the sport of boxing, with every with every commission talk about safety of the sport, they let this happen. So therefore. I don't believe none of us. I don't believe they want to keep the sport safe. I think everybody want to pad their pockets and keep moving. Now, yeah, I'm going to get a lot of backlash to saying that, but these are facts right here. We're talking about the safety of people. Yeah. This man never should have got, this man never should have been in the ring. It, that's just the facts. He wasn't ready for that moment. And it's the whole situation. I'm just like, I, I wanted, when I seen them after the fight, I wanted so bad to talk to him. You know what I'm saying? But he wasn't, I'm sure. When I seen him, I was walking right next to him. I could have said something to him. But in my opinion, he wasn't in no mental state to really hear what I what I had to say to him. You know what I'm saying? So I just and I didn't know him like that. So I just I just left it alone. You know, but I had guys in the gym before that walked in the gym, thought it was tough, ended up getting hurt, and they they was just down. Because when you think you could do something and the reality of is you can't do it, it takes a long time to be to create an art to be able to do something. Um, they get down and sad with themselves. And I would talk to them to try to perk them up and other things like that, or to just to encourage them. But I just think for that moment, that was <laughs> super sad. Uh, Friday night, you got Triple G taking on Camille Zermetta, the zone. Big weekend for the zone. They got this, and then of course they got Canelo versus Callum Smith. Your prediction, John? The man, can you? Ah, what do you think of? What do you think goes down in the? Uh, let me ask you. What What do you think goes down Saturday night? Do you think that uh, Canelo comes out on top uh, uh, over Callum Smith, or is that a dangerous fight for him? 
I think I think any boxing match is dangerous for either, for both guys, but I don't see why Carnelo wouldn't come out on top. And what do you, you know think? I don't I don't see I don't see Carnelo picking up picking an opponent that he don't see himself beating already. And, and uh, what do you think Triple G does on Friday night? How does he get it done? I think Triple G, my my desire, him to come out, boxing's their meta, and um, and hitting them with hard punches to knock them out. Not just, I mean, I don't think, I don't I don't see him going straight to him, trying to clobber him inside the head. But I think G got a very good boxing ability. And I think he's going to start establishing his job and he go look for the openings that he needs to look for because the meta guy won the way to fight. And that's to hopefully hope to, to move out of the way of any type of power G has. And, um, and hopefully he can connect and he wants to move and connect, move and connect. So the goal would be to cut that ring, make the ring small as possible and, um, and get the job done. Jonathan Banks, thanks so much for the time, man. I really appreciated this uh, conversation. We're looking forward to the match on Friday night. Thank you so much. Enjoy South Florida, whatever My you pleasure. have left Thank here, you. man. <laughs> right. <laughs> thanks. All right, man. Take care. You too. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.